Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Outside is frightful. Every Christmas, families get together to rekindle their love for each other. Even Santa Claus and his brother Fred. Stop trying to have mom call me because I don't want to talk to mom. I've never done anything like that. Have you ever said, oh, mom's here. Jump on and say hi. She's standing right here. Have you ever done that? Not to my knowledge. Right. Well, you have. No. Yes, you have. You shouldn't eat like that. You're going to tear something internally. You've already torn something internally in me. Wow. How the reindeer doing? They're good. They're only good. Yeah, Rudolph has some kind of skin thing going on. Why'd you get a dog? I'm to make it this year. Why don't I get a dog? What are you going to do with a reindeer? Can't fetch anything? Dogs can't fly. Can't bark. But a dog can't fly. A wet willy. Stop it. A wet willy. You stop it. <laughs> stop back like you're five. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a Very Merry Accounting Podcast with me, Danny Pellegrino. And me, Jenna Brister. Hi, Jenna. Hey, Danny. I feel like I slurred the name of our podcast when I just said it just then. I don't know why. I didn't have any eggnog. I just came out that way. Tis the season. Tis the season. You know, it wouldn't be a bad thing if I did have some eggnog before we record. It's seasonal. Oh, yeah. We should do that. Yeah, I'm not a big eggnog. I don't love an eggnog. No. But I'll have like a peppermint patty or peppermint schnapps. schnapps. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Or I a love hot that. toddy. I'm a yeah. hot toddy fan. You know, our, our mutual friend, Adam Slandra, mm-hmm. he, uh, in college, we went to college together, and he, we used to do, like, peppermint patty shots. Like, do you remember those? It was yes. like, you, you put the peppermint schnapps in your mouth. The, some people mix them. <laughs> the real trashy Ohio way to do it is to, like, put a, a little bit of peppermint schnapps in your mouth, and then chase it with that, like, liquid chocolate. Oh, yeah. And it's like a peppermint patty. It's Yum. delicious. We that should. Sounds- we could do those. Let's do those. Yeah. Okay, you guys. We're not talking about drinking on this podcast today. <laughs> we're talking about Fred Claus. We're going to keep it focused to Fred Claus, maybe. Yes. But we we'll should try. also mention our disclaimer at the beginning of the episode. If you really love Fred Claus, just know that we're going to drag talk about other stuff. Yeah, we have other things. We're going to talk about other things, and we're going to drag the movie a little bit. Yes. So we love you, and we love it if you love this movie, and yeah. we aren't trying to. We'll try to start off with something positive, so we don't hurt anyone's feelings. So. Jenna, why don't you start by saying something positive about the Vince Vaughn film, Fred Claus? I think Paul Giamatti should get an Oscar, Best Dramatic Supporting Actor, because he is in his own movie. Yeah, he was good in it. Yeah. I what mean, about you? What was your favorite? Do you have a My favorite? favorite part was the sets. 
I thought it was beautiful, very rich. Obviously, the production budget was high, which I looked it up. It was very fucking high. Mm-hmm. But I lo- I thought the sets were beautiful, mm-hmm. stunning, and I just wish there was a- another movie filmed in it. Yes. <laughs> but it was stunning cinematography and uh, uh, production design. Mm-hmm. thought it was great. Yeah, it was shocking that it was Fred Claus. Um, because Lights Up, Kathy Bates is giving birth to Santa, which I thought is a bold <laughs> way to start a movie. Bold I was like, wait, get- what? <laughs> What's going on? Um, and then the dad, Papa Claus, is Jewish. And I was like, okay, I love this already. Um, and the movie actually is based on a poem. Did you know that? No. It's based on a, the poem, A Legend of Santa and His Brother Fred, written by Donald Henkel. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I feel like they should have called this Santa Begins. <laughs> Oh, interesting. Right? Because it's kind of the origin of Santa. Do you think we've seen all there is about Santa? Like, do you think there's any more takes? Like, I I often wonder, like, have we got all the takes? Like, we've met Santa's brother. We met Santa's daughter. There was that Anna Kendrick movie called Noel, where I think you... Christmas Chronicles. And the Christmas Chronicles. Like, we've seen every version of Santa. I love Kurt Russell. He's so So sexy in that. And he was my first crush. Yeah, he's so sexy. Yeah, he's so hot. And hot Santa. Mm -hmm. And Goldie's in the sequel. Yes. I think we talked about it briefly last season on the podcast, where there was, like, a lot of elves playing hockey. That's all I remember. (laughs) That's it. Just (laughs) A lot of elf hockey work. Yes. Uh, But I wonder, this was, like, the brother, and this Mm -hmm. came a long time ago, but I just don't know. I'm sure there will be, but it's like, what are the other takes going to be? The other hot takes. It'd be fun to see if he was really hot. Like, if we get a Channing Tatum, like, mm. I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love us. You know, that's my favorite thing. It's a sexy Santa. I've said yeah. it a million times. I love it. I yeah. love it. Oh, I would welcome love that. It. They're like, Magic Mike and Santa are doing <laughs> love a it. mashup. I'd be like, perfect. Great. Nothing hotter to Can't me. Can't wait. Nothing hotter. Um, Nothing hotter. Okay, so this movie, uh, it's based as a child, Fred Frederick Kloss grew up in the shadow of his younger brother, Nicholas Nick. Due to Nick's selfish selflessness and goodwill, he became a saint, which gave him and his family immortality. Fred's jealousy of Nick and his parents' preference for him hits a breaking point when Nick cuts down a tree that Fred goes up to talk his feelings to a bird named Chirp Chirp. Destroying... <laughs> Mm-hmm. And also, this seems like mm-hmm. the land mm-hmm. that they're in, it almost seems like Scotland, but gnomes, right? I was like trying to figure out, I was like, wait, getting the lay of the land, like this doesn't look like North Pole. Are we in the Highlands? I don't know. This was 2007. Do, do you know who wrote this? Dan Fogelman, who did This Is Us and Crazy Stupid Love. No. He wrote this. No. Isn't that insane? No, did he? I know. Yeah. No. Um, he did. Yeah. How did that happen? I know. I don't know. This movie is... I thought... Okay, Four Christmases, like, I didn't love, mm-hmm. but I liked it more than this. Yeah. Did you like... Maybe I... I don't know. This, to me, was I just did, crazy. It, this was crazy. I also just didn't like... Um, well, it was hard me to get, to get behind the Rachel Weiss. Is it Weiss or Weiss? Weiss. Yeah, Weiss. Rachel Weiss. She's like, you know putting up parking tickets in Chicago and Vince Vaughn is like gaslighting her left and right mm, ghosts mm-hmm, her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then like, I don't know. I just didn't believe it. And the guy, there's that one scene with the guy who played Denny Duquette on Grey's Anatomy. Mm-hmm. He just randomly was like flirting with Rachel Vice, but I guess it was before he was famous, but I was like, Oh, what a weird cameo, but it wasn't, I yeah. guess it wasn't a cameo. It was just a small role. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Rachel, I mean, we talked in Four Christmases about all these like really acclaimed actors mm-hmm. really just doing a Vince Vaughn holiday comedy. And this movie has the same thing. It's got, yes. uh, it's got Paul Giamatti, Kevin Miranda Spacey. Richardson. I hate, I mean, we hate Kevin yeah. Spacey. Oh, yeah, what of a course. Fucking not- Do you ever see those 
videos he posts on one of them was like last holiday season he posted oh, yes. as the guy from house of cards uh-huh. mm-hmm. and he's a fucking monster allegedly but he posted a video as the character from house of cards on christmas day it's the mm-hmm. creepiest thing i've ever seen in my entire life yeah. like it was like what are you doing who's advising this how is he not behind bars that's how, my who, question how <laughs> who how did who how who how who how yeah. i don't understand it i don't and it just was like on Christmas, no less. Yeah, and like I love oh, the premise of this is also crazy that he's Kathy basically Bates. the auditor of the North Pole. It's like this guy; he's like a right. a suit guy who shows up, and he's like, "I have to run the numbers." I'm like, "What is the right? What are the story? numbers? Yeah, what are the reasons? You know?" And didn't you tell me that you were reading uh, not Kevin's the other one, um, Paul Giamatti? Paul didn't Giamatti. he like think? You oh. said he acted like he was in a different movie, but didn't he like purposely film as if he was in a different movie? Yes. Yeah. I found this article. It's hilarious from the New York Daily News where he's like, I envisioned Santa as a stressed out businessman. And that's how he played it. And it's so true. It's like, it's so method. Okay. But I also love that the New York Daily News was just doing <laughs> articles about Fred Claus. Like what? <laughs> not only, but not even about the lead of Fred Claus, but about <laughs> Paul Giamatti and the... What? The title of the of the review is just Paul Giamatti plays a stressed Santa in Fred Claus. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> but I think that was also the scenes between him and Kevin Spacey when they're really duking it out. I was like, and Vince Vaughn's nowhere to be found. He's gone off in the sleigh. Um, oh, we haven't talked about that. Is it um, Michael Patrick Higgins plays? Okay, the I have so many thoughts about the elves. We have to talk Should about the elves. Start because, there? Yeah, let's okay. start there because the green screen work. It was, it was shocking. It was shocking so to me. And not only do we have him, John Michael Higgins, who people might know from, he was in that show Great News, and he's in the new State by the Bell reboot. He's a really, really funny he's actor. So funny. Him and Ludacris, inexplicably, <laughs> play elves in this film. As the DJ. But just- as the DJ elf. And they play elves, but they, okay, so I understand there's this, uh, an interesting argument about uh, little people being cast as elves. Obviously, they don't want to play elves yeah. in everything, yeah. because... You know, there's that's problematic in its own right. However, what was also problematic to me was we're pasting John Higgins' face on a little person because there was an actor, a little person actor, uh, who was cast in a lot of these roles, and then they paste somebody else's face on them. Insane. To me, that's worse, right? Yes. Am I yeah. wrong? Yeah, no, but that's it's like, so you go elf to face. act. Who's called elf, elf face? <laughs> the elf face. <laughs> the elf face. <laughs> it's true. It's like, I'd be so pissed if I was one of those actors. Oh, yeah. They get paid less, mm-hmm. and then Ludacris is taking credit for their performance. Mm-hmm. And is Ludacris really that tall? We kind of. I mean, done some camera trickery. He's a short man. Yeah. Great man. I love What's Your Fantasy. Yeah. But they could have easily made him look like an elf. Yeah. He ain't that tall. And now I just realized this is why they have financial problems. He has a DJ employed in the workshop. Right. Like, what's the point, Santa? That's why you're leaking money. And this was 2007. Imagine how much that fucking avatar technology cost (laughs) to do that with the ludicrous and John Michael Higgins, Mm -hmm. because that must've been so fucking expensive. Not only was the, was the production budget insane, Mm -hmm. but also the elf technology budget must've been astronomical. The movie cost a hundred million, which is really high. That's really high. And I can't imagine who greenlit that. And also Elizabeth Banks was full size. Wasn't she full size? And Michael Patrick Higgins had a crush on her the whole time and her tits are out. I know and she's I love, all, and she, I, I love, I love her, her too, and she's always got the short skirt on. Yeah. And it was like we're sexualizing the elf played by Elizabeth Banks. Hardcore. Hardcore. Mm-hmm. And John Michael Higgins. Is that his name? Am I saying his name right? John I think, Michael Higgins? I yeah. want to say Mike. Is it? Yeah. John Michael Higgins. I, I, just I think I called him Michael Patrick. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, he's got a crush on Elizabeth Banks, and there's there was that one the weirdest scene to me. I mean, I, I guess I don't even know if this is the weird because the weird scene <laughs> with Ludacris DJing. Mm-hmm. By the way, so people who've never seen this movie again are going to be listening <laughs> to this podcast and be like, <laughs> "What the fuck are they saying?" <laughs> the red claws, yeah, Elf Kathy Bates' birth claws. scene. Like, what is <laughs> yeah, happening? Like, what? It's all crazy. Yes, it is all crazy. Uh, but yeah, the Ludacris DJ scene truly. So bizarre to me. But there is a John Michael Higgins scene where he slow dances or dances with Vince Vaughn. And because they're different sizes, he like puts his hand on Vince Vaughn's ass. But I was super surprised (laughs) that they didn't play it for like a big homophobic joke. Because, you know, they did that in Four Christmases. Mm -hmm. But this one, I was like, oh, surprise. They just sort of moved past it. Mm -hmm. Vince Vaughn, in other movies, I think he would have commented on it or or. Put his hand on the back of his head or something. Yeah, or something really gross. (laughs) But this movie, they just blew past it, and I was surprised. Props to Dan Fogelman. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Maybe it was John Michael Higgins was like, I won't do that. Yeah, I won't do that. They also made their voices higher. Yes, they did. (laughs) At that point, like, what's the point of even being in the movie? They change your voice. It's not even your body. Mm-hmm. What's, oh. what's the deal? Um, I wrote down also that during oh, the elf dance party, Vince Vaughn did toss a little person into the crowd to crowd surf. There's in these oh, yeah, holiday yeah. movies, there's a lot of that. Someone who's full size. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tossing yeah. a little person. Just acting as an, if they're extra. Act, uh, just a prop. A prop. Yeah. yeah, it happened in Jingle All the Way. Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, yeah guys, I think do- Arnold punched a little person and then he <laughs> flew in the air across. <laughs> Across the whole city or whatever the fuck that was. Yeah, I know. Um, It's like, what was happening with everybody? Yeah. I don't know what everyone was thinking. Mm -hmm. The poster of the movie Fred Claus is just Vince Vaughn on like a little, I'm looking at it right now on my computer. He's riding a little, uh, little kid bike, Mm -hmm. like a (laughs) little kid bike. And Paul Giamatti's just behind him with his hands on his hips, like Like, looking disapproving at him. Like, (laughs) ah, you know. Um, How dare you? Oh yeah. So Papa Claus and Kathy Bates, move there right like they are somehow now live in the north pole they abandon their gnome village um oh can we talk about the siblings anonymous support group because that scene was oh really yeah that, funny that was good that, and bizarre again didn't feel like it was part of the movie yeah with sylvester stallone's brothers in it mm-hmm. the baldwin brother the, yeah the other baldwin um who else was, was in it i forget gr- yeah it was a very bizarre and also it reminded me of that scene from Santa Claus 2, where it's like all the holiday people meet. I don't know if you remember mm-hmm. this movie. We got to cover the Santa Claus movies at some point. Oh, yeah, point. we got to do all those. Uh, but yeah, it reminded me of that one, although it was siblings. And I mm-hmm. also think they did it in something. Maybe like Wreck-It Ralph or something did something oh. similar. Where it was like a, a yes. sibling or something. Was it bad guy? Villains? No. Well, Wreck-It Ralph had all the princesses in the second one. Yeah. Oh, hold on. My door's ringing. Oh, yeah. Um... Oh, I wrote down that the toy delivery montage was so satisfying. I felt that was really fun. Oh, because I think he was going into different people's homes. You know, it showed like people of the nations of all faiths. You know, like he went into a Hasidic family. He went into. I like that you just took over the podcast while I got my <laughs> while I got my package. Just gonna ramble, <laughs> so I won't have to edit that out. I guess. Yeah. Um, I was like in deliveries like that. That was interesting because then oh he had to eat. We got to see all the food that different families left out. Like, remember the flan? Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, he was in a you know a Spanish, maybe or a Mexican household that had flan. Love flan, but he just fists it with his hand. He didn't even use a fork. He just right. You know, Jenna. I'll be honest. I don't remember that scene at all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I half watched it. Yeah. 
I did actually put it on. You know, last season, a lot of the movies I didn't even, you know, we would just, I put on for the trailer and then I was like, but I truly, I did watch this movie and I don't remember that. <laughs> Maybe I blacked out. I sat and watched it. Did that really happen? Yeah, yeah. Like during when he was. It's delivering not ringing stuff, a bell. It's not ringing a bell. <laughs> not even, not so even funny. the slightest little bell. I think there were different cookies because I think that's why Paul Giamatti got so big. He was like Vince Vaughn was like, I can't do this, and he's like, you have to eat all the food or else the fam- the kids will feel bad for themselves. Not so that's even. why he gained so much weight. And I was like, that's an interesting hot take on why Santa's so large. Wow. But also, he, I, I wrote down too that the child actor playing I feel Nicholas like I just, like, it, had a huge ass. Remember, they like no, patted the kid's ass. <laughs> I don't remember that either. Did we watch a different film? I mean, was this Frank? No, yeah. What if some notes for a totally different movie? No. Um, no, I mean, I believe you. Yeah. I believe you, but oh. I didn't notice the padded ass. Oh, yeah. Also, Vince Vaughn is afraid of the ocean in real life. I did a deep dive. I was like, you I did, yeah, facts. you got facts. And he cut his finger, like he severed his thumb. Have you seen that? His like no, fingernail grew over. He's a small thumb. Very uh, he did a holiday. <laughs> he did a Halloween movie, or not a Halloween movie, but it's a movie called Freaky. That's actually really good. Oh. Recently, it was like last year. It came out during oh. the pandemic, but it's really a good little horror movie. Oh, nice. Which was shocking to me. Wait, yeah. Jenna, I got to read the tagline of this movie because uh-huh. I forgot to do that at the beginning of the episode. Oh, yes. So, Fred Claus, Christmas comes every year, but this holiday season, Santa's brother is coming along for the ride. Mm. So, just, I don't know, there take that go. in. Take that in. I love a tagline on a poster. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because um, you're right, Vince Vaughn is not a good guy. Oh, in real life? Oh. In the movie, in real life. But I'm like, hey, guys, he's not a good person. I don't but believe I that he is. I don't know that he is a good guy in real life. Yeah. I kind of get a bad, bad vibe from him, but maybe I'm wrong about that. Yeah. Maybe he's just kind of like a random. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. But even in this, it's like, that's the whole shtick, is yeah, that right. he's like kind of smarmy. He's a piece of shit, you know. And he always he has a leather jacket on. I don't know why I just associate that with like yeah. you're a bad guy. And at the beginning, he's doing that like Vince Vaughn improv-y thing, which yes. like he always does in all of his movies, and it works in some of them. Mm-hmm. But I think actually around this time, that was when it started to be too much. Like, he, and I understand him being in so many movies because he was like making his bank, yeah. and then he disappeared for a while. Mm-hmm. And I mean, can only imagine how much money he made oh, between yeah. like 2005 and you know 2011. A ton, a ton of shitload of money, mm-hmm. but. Every movie, it was like, you're just watching Vince Vaughn. Like, it doesn't matter that he's uh, Santa's brother. Mm-hmm. He's still Vince Vaughn. Like, it's the same, every, it's the same person. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter that he's got to go to four different Christmases. It's mm-hmm. still just Vince Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I, I know a lot of actors kind of have that thing where it's like, you just can only see them in one role or they yeah. play the same role over and over again. But he's in particular, I just can't picture him in anything else. Oh, yeah. No. Like, you can do like Dallas Buyers Club. And lose yeah. 80 pounds, you know? Like I mean, that movie that. I just mentioned, Freaky, I, he it's sort of like a Freaky Friday thing. So he oh. trades places with a young girl. And I feel like that's what's, what's so interesting about it is that it is sort of different. Like for the first time. Yeah, you should watch it. You I watch will. Freaky. Does he like being a young girl? Like, what does he do? You know, I forget. I only saw it once. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm realizing now as we're recording, like, my memory's not great. Like... <laughs> Because I just watched Fred Claus, and I'm like literally sitting here thinking, like, that didn't happen. This is maybe an issue that I should talk to somebody about because, like, what's going on? That's so funny. <laughs> I get like that during wine season. Yeah, and I record so much podcast stuff that it's like sometimes I just yeah. don't even know like what I'm like. Did I talk about that before? Did I tell that story like seven times? Probably. I think that was Instagram too. Like, I think I know know stuff in real life, but I'm like, oh no, I just saw that. Or dreams. You ever have dreams that you feel like oh, are yeah. real later? Yeah. Oh yeah, me too. Oh yeah, yeah. 
I just had a dream that I was interviewing Kelly Ripa on the set of Live. Like, it was like me backstage, or it was on the stage, but we switched spots. Like, I was in Kelly's spot, and I was just chatting to her. Fun. Yeah, it was like the best dream ever. She's so cute. I love her. I know, she's rad. Yeah. Um, She doesn't get enough respect either. I know this isn't about Kelly Ripa, but I truly feel that Kelly Ripa is so good at her job, and she's so good that people don't realize how good she is. 100%. Because she's so charming. A taping once when it was Michael Strahan. I think it was oh, Laura, yeah. Laura Dern was on it. <gasps> and so we're there. And she is awesome. She's Total so good. pro. She's yeah. such a good pro. She got a lot of people turned on her during that Michael Stray- Strahan stuff, but I like was totally sided with her. And I, a lot of it I feel like is just misogyny because really, if you look under that story, mm-hmm. it's uh, like she didn't do nothing wrong. They try to, the studio tried to fuck her over. So yeah. she was just trying to protect herself. Mm-hmm. But yeah. because she's a woman, everyone turned on her. Exactly. I won't have it. I will not accept it. Yeah, I will no. not accept Kelly, Kelly Ripa a slander. Yeah. Exactly. Um, anyway, back oh, yeah. to our Fred, back to our Kelly Ripa podcast. <laughs> um, oh yeah. So Kevin Spacey cuts power to the North pole radio. I hate that we live in a world that Kevin Spacey's in a perennial <laughs> holiday film. Like, <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> and has, and also the way to cut power is a giant lever on the wall. You said the budget was a hundred thousand dollars. hundred million. hundred million. Oh, yeah, hundred thousand. Indie. <laughs> it's an indie. This is like Loki indie. Um, a Sundance indie called yeah. Fred Claus. <laughs> um, I thought that was such a, you know. That's what uh, Paul Giamatti thought he signed up for. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I can't wait to Philip Seymour Hoffman my way into this one. Um, Parker so Posey. Cuts, Parker Posey. Um, and then he's. Oh, then Santa. And this this scene. Wait, Jenna, I'm sorry. I need to stop you for a second. I know we're all over the place. Yeah. We are all over the place. Yeah. But remember when we covered Pieces of April, that indie Thanksgiving film? With Katie Holmes. What a delight. (laughs) If anyone hasn't listened to that, go listen. Yeah. That was wild. A really good one. (laughs) Okay, what were you saying? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, that was a great episode. I think about that episode, too, because I had never seen that movie until. You were like, there is a Thanksgiving movie. It's this. Also, have you seen Freebirds, the animated one? No, I no, I know. We we said we were going to do a Thanksgiving one this year, and we didn't. Okay. We're just doing Christmas, I guess. Yeah, that's so, fine. You know what? But next ne- year, next we'll year. cover Freebirds. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So that's Paul Giamatti. There's the showdown. Yeah, they're in like the bone-chilling North Pole. Kevin Spacey cut power because, I mean, I don't know. He's not paying his bills. I mean, they have a DJ, whatever. And... Paul Giamatti looks over and he's like 1968 and there's this like creepy moment where he's like you were on the naughty list and this scene to me I rewound it I rewatched it I was like it's a master class in like it's just Spacey Giamatti toe to toe about the Superman cape and I guess Kevin Spacey was so naughty and he was in Superman too so that was like a little nod to him because he played Lex Luth- yes, Luthor right. in the Superman movie yeah yeah it's like just worlds colliding. And so then Paul Giamatti pulls out a wrapped Superman cape and gives it to adult Kevin Spacey. And I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> totally <laughs> like wild. Villains. Like villain mode. I mean, so much of it doesn't make sense. I, yeah. I can't believe Dan Fogelman, the writer yes. who did This Is Us yes. and like a lot of wonderful, like love. really grounded right. stuff. That's what's so surprising to me is like, when you said that he wrote this movie, it's like, what the fuck was he on when he wrote this? Because it doesn't feel at all like his movies. But maybe that was the point. He was trying to do something different. I get it. Oh, yeah, but, true. but it still does not read as a Dan Fulgham. And this was early in his career, too. I think he had done yeah. that movie, Dan, in real life. Do you ever see that with Steve oh, Carell? Yeah. Which is also very grounded. That was around this time. But mm-hmm. it's still is surprising to me yeah. that he did Fred Claus. Yeah. He's every time uh, I... I know I mentioned the poster, but every time I keep looking at it on my oh, screen, yeah. it's spelled... Claus is spelled C L U S, 
But I think because I grew up on the Santa Claus movies, which that's a play on the words Claus. So yeah. it's like the Santa Claus, C-L-A-U-S-E. But I always write Claus. I did a meme last holiday season or something where I spelled Claus mm-hmm. like the Tim Allen movie. Oh, yeah. But it's there's no E at the end. Oh. And everyone was yelling at me. And I was like, wow, I feel so stupid. But I feel like we should change the spelling. Yeah. It should be Claus like the Santa Claus. Like this, yeah. Right? Like Tim Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, did you know there was no E at the end I of Claus? Not. You thought there was an E. I thought there was an E. Yeah, okay. This whole time. Right. Yeah. Because you're right, then when I saw this one, I was like, oh, is this like a Scottish gnome spelling? You know? (laughs) Like Klaus. Santa Claus. Klaus. Klaus. Yeah. Okay, this is blowing my mind. Because how do you spell Chris Kringle? I think that's K. K R I S. Yeah, K R I S. K R I N G L E. Yes. Right? And that's the What were you thinking it would be? C-H-R-I-S Yeah This is mind-blowing I know I know (laughs) The comments are going to blow up on this one Totally People's, you know Yeah Um, You know, I have um, My upcoming book There's like an editor that proofreads everything, Mm -hmm. obviously And there's so many words I'm like, oh, that was spelled like that? (laughs) I've been spelling it different my whole fucking life Yeah I feel like such an idiot With like, which which stands out? Claw stands out uh, they also flag things that are inappropriate, and I don't want to repeat the words, but there's certain words that it's like, I didn't even realize that was like an inappropriate like thing. Oh, or there's yeah. a lot of like colloquialisms or like sayings that mm-hmm. we just don't say, like they have, you know, sensitivity readers where oh, they, there's okay, like, like censored. there's just things that I hear people say all the time, mm-hmm. and I never knew that it was, that bad. It was bad or considered uh, problematic. But it, it, there's a lot of things, and I don't want to. I don't like even want to repeat shit. Them. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, uh, uh, six to one, half dozen of the other. That's not a bad one. But you know, sayings like that mm-hmm. that we all say all the time, and you're like, oh, that origin is like you realize the origin of it. Anyway, that's uh, interesting. It's like a, like a raunchy. Because are they yeah. trying to market your book as like a family? Like no, I mean no. There's a lot of there's a lot of f bombs and <laughs> so there's yeah. a lot of swearing yeah. and that kind of thing. I mean, I I think everyone could get something out of it, but I wanted them. I I asked them to just read through it and do mm-hmm. what they call a sensitivity read. Cause I was like, I don't want anyone to read it and be like yeah. offended by anything or, totally. or to take them out of a story because of a, a word usage. So a there were, I mean, I, there was nothing egregious in mine. Yeah. It was just like, there was a couple of things. It was like, Oh, I didn't realize that saying is bad. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, back to Fred Claus. <laughs> Pre-order my book on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. 
okay, Fred Claus. Any yeah. other? What oh, you had uh, pulled up some reviews, right? Do you have some oh, reviews? Yeah, actually, was that Fred Claus or was that something else you pulled up reviews for? That was because I know, feel like we need to just let people know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna uh, while you look that up, I'm gonna talk about Elizabeth Banks because Elizabeth yes. Banks, I feel like, has never gotten really the respect she deserves. I know she's a director now, mm-hmm. and she's doing a lot of big directing. She did the Pitch Perfect sequel. Mm-hmm. She's doing uh, Cocaine Bear, which is like some new movie she's directing. Oh, cool! She's become a wonderful director. Is that about the Cocaine Bear? That bear that yeah, found so. all that cocaine? I think so. It reminds me of the meth. Gators. You, <laughs> the meth gators. It's like, what are these animals doing? These apex predators. I mean, they need a cool. List. I feel so bad for Cocaine Bear because he was just like, oh, cool, snow. I'm right. going to eat this snow. And then he snow. was like, probably tweaking out of his tweaking. mind. <laughs> I wonder if, yeah, like that would just be so scary and crazy. Like, I wonder what he did. Did he I don't dance know. or sprint? And the gators were in the sewers and all the people oh, in Florida were uh, putting their meth in the toilet and flushing oh. it down. I, I actually heard the meth gators was a myth. It wasn't like a real thing. Oh, but it was on the news. So I'm taking it to believe that the meth gators are real. Yeah. Oh, totally. And so all these gators, as if they're not scary enough, then they're running around a meth in Florida. Methed out. Like imagine seeing a methed out gator. Like mm-hmm. there's nothing scarier to me. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Cocaine bear, I think I could handle. Oh, Maybe yeah. Maybe party with them a little bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Calm them down. <laughs> do a little dance party. We'll be like, we'll get it all out of you. Yeah, exactly. But a meth gator, I feel like, <laughs> you, what are you going to do? Like they're Unstoppable. T- yeah. Uh, the I'm cocaine sorry. bear is just going to want to dance. And the meth gators are going to want to eat you. Yeah, exactly. That's the difference. He's going to go to the Hollywood Hills and have a good time. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So, <laughs> oh, for, I, for some reason, my phone's not looking this up. But um, this is a quote from Giamatti about his role in this. He's okay. like, I'm playing a stressed out businessman who happens to also be Santa Claus. Giamatti, 40, says. Sure, he is. He was only 40. Of, he was 40 when <gasps> they had this. What? That's looked the most, 60. Okay, but he's looked 60 forever. Hasn't sideways. He? Him and Susan Sarandon have always <laughs> been 60. <laughs> have always been 60. <laughs> Never Even not 60. Louise. And she's a hottie. She's gorgeous. She's beautiful 60, looks, but she's always looked 60. Yeah. Yeah. And still to this day, she's probably 70 Eight, now, and yeah, she looks 80. 60. Yeah. So she just aged. She also dates young guys. Does she? Yeah, she dates much She looks dudes. 60. And yeah. you, I remember stepmom was like, oh, she's 60 there. Yeah. But Paul Giamatti's 40 and yeah, Fred Claus? Yeah, when he's 40. And he's like, sure, Shocking. he has the whole ho-ho-ho thing, but underneath that, he's a neurotic wreck. Like, I, lo- I would love to see his process just getting ready for this. Oh, yeah. In my mind, Santa's a saint, but he's also a guy who doesn't understand his own feelings. Says Giamatti, an Oscar nominee for 2005's Cinderella Man. I he's, love Cinderella Man. It was so good. Yeah, so he's like, he says that he's very patient, but he's processing a lot of anger. I was like, I love that that's your take on Santa. Yeah. Because you were talking about hot takes on Santa. I mean, I guess you got to come in with something. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just going to blend in. Yeah, he just went like, he has so much anger and inner rage. Except he was mom and dad's favorite. Like, Kathy Bates and the dad, they. They were right, right. They were really sweet to him. Weren't they really hard on Vince yeah, Vaughn? They, they hate Vince Vaughn. They hate Vince right. Vaughn. Yeah. Which I can't imagine Santa's parents would really hate one of the kids. Yeah. I don't think that would happen. Yeah. They were but like, we've never really up. known Santa's parents until Fred Claus. Yeah. I feel like that's the original take in this movie. It's like we get to know the parents. That's true. Because never have we ever known the parents yeah. in, a, in a Santa Claus I movie. totally didn't need the cold open of her giving birth. No, it was unnecessary. <laughs> Maybe it was part of Kathy's contract, Kathy Bates. It was the, like, we need another scene with Kathy. Yeah. And she's like, I want to give birth. I want Lights something up. dramatic. Yeah. Let me give birth. And then Fred is up. The kids she's always Fred. been 62. Yeah. And he's watching the home birth of his brother, Nicholas, <laughs> who would become Santa. Like, this is a Never. really bizarre way bizarre. to start. Bizarre. What do you feel about home births? I'm not interested. 
not either. I mean, good for you if you want to do it. I'm just saying, I don't want to watch like a tape of it. Yeah. Maybe that, I don't know what that makes me, but I'm just not interested. Yeah. I just think so much can go sideways, which was a great movie with Paul Giamatti. Right. But bring it back around. Also, just like, what if like everything goes, I'm looking around your house right now, just like, can you imagine if you just bleed out? I don't know. And I think at a doctor's office, like things are more sterile. Like I don't trust the, everything being sterile in my Mm -hmm. house Mm -hmm. to just be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know the tub thing is like I would do a tub because I know I have but some see, of those. That like, seems stressful too because I and I don't know. Forgive me, but like I feel like a lot of stuff gets everywhere. Oh, totally. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff and shoots out all over. I, we don't have a big tub. Yeah, we don't even see? have any tub here. Actually, in our apartment, oh. we don't have a tub. Stand up showers. We, we have, have one in my house, and it's yeah. not even in my room. Um, did you see the business of being born? That Ricky Lake documentary no. she did about giving birth. No, it made my sister want to have kids. It made her want to. Have yeah, kids. she like, never did. Because like Ricky goes through the whole like um, hospital industrial complex, like the, the birth oh, how okay. they like are just like C sections, like you know trucking moms through the hospital, and how there's much more humane ways to do it. Oh, you interesting. know, it's very it's it's a really I recommend the documentary. I like Ricky Lake; she's awesome. People tuned in for Fred Claus, and you're telling them to watch <laughs> something about like home births. <laughs> I do have a good friend who's a doula. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, Doulas whatever works for you. Like, we're not judging, but yeah. you know, whatever you. works. You, you're having the baby, and honestly, moms can do whatever the fuck they want. They're yeah. moms. They're made a baby. But it was made cool to see. Yeah, that it don't was know like... that it belongs in a movie like Fred Claus. Mm-hmm. But here we are. Yeah, my mom almost died giving birth to me because really? I was a month late. I was due New Year's, born on Groundhog's Day, February second. They pumped her full of, and this was what, 1984, pumped her full of these drugs to, you know, numb her out. Epidural, that's what it's called, right? Yeah. She starts suffocating, or it's like closing her throat. Emergency C section. She wakes up like a day later. I'm (sighs) gone. Like, it's a horror. Like, hearing her tell, she can't tell the story of my birth without bawling. Jenna, this took a turn. (laughs) This took a a big turn. You're telling your birth story. Yeah. Your, were you birth canal? No, I don't or know. I, no, I was canal. I think your canal. Yeah, okay. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I know oh, I was canal. canal. Okay. Yeah. Was it? Did she? Want I to think talk about everything it? was okay. She doesn't really tell. No, she doesn't yeah. really say anything. She tells. She always talks about like just the time we were born. But I feel like I've never oh. really heard. Now I kind of feel like I need to ask her. Like I don't think yeah. Linda's ever told me any of the details. Yeah. What time you were born? It was in the evening. It, it was like yeah. six something. Yeah. Six, six p.m. After six p.m. A few minutes after. Yeah. Yeah. Were you like right on time? I think so. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, right on time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, interesting. Okay, back to Fred Claus. Right, but why would they? I don't understand why they needed that in Fred Claus. And you know, like the yeah. the rule of writing that we're taught in like screenwriting mm-hmm. classes or, yeah. or sketch writing or whatever. It's like you just get to it. Like yes. you need to get to what the thing is, yeah. what the movie is. Yeah. And so I just don't know that we needed to get to like the, the birth. Just starts us off at a weird place. It's like get to what the thing, the meat of the movie is. Those brothers. Yeah, I understand the sort of uh, concept. Of oh, it, it was I guess. that birdhouse scene. Now I'm remembering from Fred Claus. So that, so Vince Vaughn had a birdhouse in a tree, and then Nicholas, <laughs> the perfect kid, cut the tree down, and that was the first tree. That oh. was, they also did the origin of why people cut down Christmas trees. I'm just now remembering. I must that. have been zoned out. <laughs> I'm like, because I truly did sit down to watch it. Yeah, and I feel like I zoned out, or maybe like the shock. I actually, you know how sometimes you go through a trauma, yes, and you hide the trauma and you don't even realize it. Survival and, like, instincts, yeah, thing. survival instinct, it, like comes up at other times. Yes, I feel like that happened to me during watching this movie. This movie. <laughs> yeah, you're like I'm traumatized. <laughs> My survival instincts took over, <laughs> and I don't remember. That's exactly what happened. That is funny. You just it tucked back. It tucked back. Into the psyche. And I was just reading about this whole idea of it 
which I know you used to host a survival podcast, yeah, but I was just reading about this whole thing about how it happens in so many people in their adult lives, like something will, will trigger a memory yeah. and they're like, how the fuck did I, I didn't even remember that happening mm-hmm. because the trauma made them hide it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the trauma Fred Klaus watching it, I hid it. Of watching the home birth. Wow. You hid the next detail. But somehow I remembered the dance with John Michael Higgins. <laughs> and right. I remembered Ludacris DJing. Yeah. And then, you're right. So then he, I think he has a huge crush also on Elizabeth Banks. And the entire time, Fred Claus is like wingmanning him, trying to give him the gumption to ask her out. Her tits are out the whole time. The bubbies are out the whole yeah, time. It's the yabos. Like, can, and the yabos. It's the like, yabos can we are out. let Elizabeth Banks cover up the yabos in this yeah. holiday family film? She's so funny. I she's got to get on set and she's probably looking at her wardrobe like, what the fuck are you putting me in? Yeah. And Rachel has like a turtleneck on, you know? Ugh. Oh, yeah. That's one thing where. We were Fred? just watching, Matt and I were just watching. Yeah. I know what you did last summer. Oh, I just rewatched it too. Oh my God. They like Sorry. put, they put Jennifer Love Hewitt in just like the, especially in the sequel. It's oh, yeah. like they're always finding ways for her to like take off her top. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God. And can't hardly wait. Remember? She's like always in a camisole. Yeah. Every yeah. scene is a camisole. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. give her a, a sweatshirt. The one thing I will say about I know what you did last summer is that at least they objectify the men in that too. Yes. Because God. Ryan Phillippe has like a shower scene. It's oh. like, okay, good. Like we're doing at least equal billing here. Hot. Thank you. I totally yeah. agree. Hotties. Like if galore. you're going to make the woman do it, like in this movie, Fred Kloss, like yeah. fucking John Michael Higgins should have had to show up with his blouse off. <laughs> a shirtless ludicrous DJing, right? I'm like, let's just see it. We need something because it's honestly not fair. Now that I'm thinking, yeah. I'm getting pissed about Elizabeth Banks going to set, That's seeing so her true. wardrobe. Yeah. And then meanwhile, Vince Vaughn and Paul Giamatti yeah. get to wear their whole uh, we covered up. Spacey. We don't no, want to see Spacey. I don't want to see it. Yeah. Really, I'm trying to think, is there anyone in that movie, a male, that I would want to see with their top off? Not really. Well, they should have They should have cast someone. They Put Ryan Phillippe in there. Someone jacked. Yeah, exactly. We need someone jacked in this movie. Um, because that's so fun. I love objectifying hot dudes. I just rewatched both Magic Mike's back to back. We deserve oh. it because after all the years of people of the industry objectifying women, mm-hmm. it's high time that we objectify yeah. the men. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. So Fred Claus. Wait, there was some other thing that just popped back into this my head. episode is especially all over the place. I feel like we've been trying the season to be on track, but this episode's not. We're it's trying. Hard. It's oh, hard. Yeah, then, so and I'm in survival mode. Out, uh, yeah, well, you're in survivor mode. You were in survivor <laughs> mode this entire time. Um, so he's like, um, okay, Superman, now you have to save Christmas. And all of a sudden, Kevin Spacey's cold, dead heart melts. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to be Superman and save Christmas. I'm like, wait, what is happening? We're just playing fast and loose with the rules of humanity. Yeah, it really is. Because Vince Vaughn has to go out in the sleigh with the elf, Willie. And also, he has like a Thomas guide. And I'm like, this is not automated by now. Like, what's going on? Yeah. And I think, why did Tom Giamatti set this Toms? one out? Do you remember Tom Tom's like the map quest of uh, remember for oh, directions? Yeah. Remember back in like the early days, we had to print out map quests. Map quests, I remember. Then they had those things called Tom Toms, which were like those separate navigation systems that you'd buy at like a Circuit City or oh, Best Buy, and you attach it to your dash. Yeah, you attach yes. it to the dash, and it would have you could put different voices on it. It was like a whole thing. Do you remember that? that what a weird time. Wild to think about. I mean, I'll never forget literally having to go online, like early computer days. Mm-hmm. It took forever. You type in the directions to and from and then print it. Yep. And then bring it with you. And carry your MapQuest directions. Or if you'd go on like a road trip with friends, like, oh, can you print out the MapQuest directions? It's yeah. like, what the fuck were we doing? And you would have this thing and you staple it sometimes if you're going really far. I mean, we were you know? really living in the wild, wild west back then. <laughs> Completely. Yeah. Isn't that wild? That's and we thought, I remember thinking like, 
wow, technology. Like we have can get our directions. It gives me like step-by-step things. Because mm-hmm. yeah. when I was younger, when I would go on vacation, my brother was the navigator mm-hmm. and he would have the big ass map mm-hmm. on a family vacation. But- thing. I remember one time I had to use MapQuest to get to the Space Needle. I grew up mm-hmm. in um, south of Seattle and I got so lost because one of the directions was like pointed me into, I don't know, a forest and I pulled over to ask directions, Bill and Melinda Gates. What? The Gates is, yeah, they gave, gave me directions. directions. And I was like, oh my gosh, hi. Because they, they live together? over there on like, you know, Lake Union. And I was like, they were just out for a leisure walk. And I, I had my MapQuest directions and they like looked at them and I was like, you're Bill and Melinda Gates. What's that going is on? wild. Isn't that the weirdest MapQuest? That is wild. Yeah. I don't even know what Melinda looks like. Is oh, that terrible yeah. of me? I think I did because they're like, you know, local celebs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess that's like, a, that's, a like me know, that's like me in Ohio knowing what Drew Carey looks like. <laughs> is he the local? Yeah, is that his yeah, like, local, like the local celebrity? But I met him in Vegas and oh. I didn't recognize him. Like he was with John Stamos and oh, I didn't odd. recognize Drew Carey. Like yeah. we went up to John Stamos and oh, then he was like with Drew Carey. What year was was that? Like, um, but he that was when he like lost all the weight, Drew Carey. Oh yeah, okay. Right, like right before Price is Right. Okay, yeah. Uh, okay, any final thoughts on Fred Claus? <laughs> um, you know, I think. Uh, it was disturbing. I don't think... I know we didn't really talk about Vince Vaughn's The Romantic through line that much because it was really non-existent. I'm, mm-hmm. A lot of the reviews mm-hmm. said that too, that it's like he was like gaslighting Rachel Weiss the whole time and then he's like, I'm going home. And then, oh, he brings her to the North Pole to meet his family and she doesn't really react to the fact that it's Santa at all, mm-hmm. which is... That's fine. I'm, I'm okay with like, a, you know, denial as mm-hmm. a coping mechanism. But then they end up together at the end and they're all slow dancing in this house. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, there's yeah. I, there's no relationship in that movie that I respect, that I would that want I for myself. <laughs> that I respect. And that's how I judge. That's how I judge yeah. him. I mean, this was, when we talked Four Christmases, we yeah. had said if, if we had cable these days, yes. we would stop on it or I would stop mm-hmm. on it on TBS, TNT, one of those channels. Mm-hmm. Fred Claus, I would never stop on. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I, I honestly wish I could burn all the copies of it to the ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would like it to go to hell. <laughs> it makes me so mad. With Kevin and as Spacey. we're talking about it, I'm getting yeah. more and more upset about it. Yeah. I still don't I'm remember these uh, exact points of what happened, yeah. but I hate it. I don't think he deserves Rachel Weiss at the end. That's the problem. Like he goes there, he brings her. I also, why is she? Oh, yeah, he shows up in her room in Chicago. He's like, "Hi, how's it going? I'm gonna stay with you. We're gonna work this out." And she's like, "I need you to leave." Like she asks him to leave. She's like, "You can't just show up here." And he's like, "Nope, we're gonna work this out." I'm like, "This is a toxic relationship." Totally. And also, why isn't she? She should be with friends and family. Like I didn't like that. But then again, yeah, I'm glad Rachel Vice. Or am I saying the right Vice? Vice Vice. I'm glad she kind of got on track with her career. Yes. You know, I'm glad she got some better stuff. Although around this time, she was also in a movie called Definitely Maybe that I love with Ryan Reynolds. It's like the only Ryan Reynolds movie that I genuinely like. Yeah. It was a really good movie. And Elizabeth Banks from Fred Claus. Oh, Oh my God. They were starred in that movie together. They were in two movies together. Elizabeth Banks and Rachel. I wonder if they're buddies. Oh, they might be. They had like a lesbian relationship in Definitely Maybe. They were like... They yeah. hooked up or something. I love that movie. Yeah, that was a really um, good one. But I do not like, I feel bad. I just said I hate Fred Claus after I did a whole episode about it. But I did hate it. Yeah, we had to. <laughs> I got to be honest. We had to get there. It's an earned opinion. Because I think that too, having it hinge on Kevin Spacey not turning off the power at the North Pole is such a weird thing to hinge a movie on mm-hmm, mm-hmm, in the 2000s. Right. Like there's one power lever. It's like, dude. You're diabolical, mm-hmm. you know, but he was on the naughty list and then he got his Superman cape and now he works. Oh, yeah. So in the in the ending, they're like, oh, now he works 
running, you know, a ship shape operation in the North Pole, and he wears the Superman cape under his the sweater. Cape, I know. And I was like, what? I did oh, remember Willie, that part. <laughs> and Willie kisses Elizabeth Banks. I think against her will. I don't, it didn't seem that consensual, consensual to me. I don't remember that. I'm like, what is going on? Because you were in survivor mode. I honestly, right. so much of this, Jenna, I'm like shocked I don't remember. Because I'm not even kidding. I know listeners probably think I'm doing a bit. I swear, I put it on and I sat and watched it. Yeah. I don't even think I was on my phone that much. Like, I don't think I had my computer around. Like, I think I like sat and like focused on it even. Like, I don't even think I was like, sometimes, you know, you put on a movie and then as I'm taking notes or something, I'll just sort of like not pay attention. But I swear, I think I like watch this intently. Yeah. Do you remember seeing him when he, Fred Claus come through the chimney to the Hasidic Jewish family and he like got like the challah bread. Is that how you say it? Like challah bread? Challah. No, yeah, like a whole loaf, and he's like, I want some of the Manischewitz. Like, he's- Oh, I do remember that part. Okay, okay I do remember yeah. that part. Like, that was like, I was like, oh, this is a whole, talk about hot, new hot takes. Like, I've never seen Santa go into, like, a variety of faith households. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thanks yeah, that was them. interesting. That was good. it wasn't good. long enough. Yeah, so was that was good. Brief. Um, I do also, I, I remember thinking, I wish there was more magic. Yeah. We got all this money, production budget and stuff. It felt like there was no magic. Especially because taking place in Chicago, you know, Chicago with the holidays is magical. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I spent a winter there once. I love with Chicago. With an ex-boyfriend. Yeah, it was like... It's expensive to film in Chicago, beautiful. too. It's like they got to film a little bit there because of Vince, probably. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, I didn't feel like they really made much of it. Yeah. yeah. It's freezing there. It's so fucking cold. Yeah. I got pneumonia. Um, okay, Jenna, <laughs> let's wrap this up. Fred Claus, we love you guys Fred, so much for listening. You. Thank uh, you for riding along with us in the sleigh. This was... Uh, we took a lot of turns we, we took a lot of turns <laughs> ricky lake business of being born documentary. we want to just uh give a disclaimer anyone who's doing whatever kind of birth they want good we love Live it we life. support we it. Love it we love moms we yes love, we love babies uh, we love uh elves we yeah. love all the people in the world yeah and uh except for the movie fred claus we do not love that okay yeah. we love you we i'm love danny pellegrino at danny pellegrino on twitter and instagram and Jenna is. I'm at Jenna.Brister on Insta. And if you want all of our updates, go to at A Very Merry Iconic Podcast on Instagram. Follow Rate us. and review us if you like it. If not, just don't worry about it. We love you. Yeah, we love uh, you. And uh, yeah, that's have all. A good, have a good evening. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.